I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A Thursday that feels like a Monday. This is Weather Insider for Thursday, January 2nd, episode 218 as we ring in the new year. I'm Dean DeVore filling in for Evan Myers and Bernie Reno, joined by senior meteorologist, Dave Dombeck, who is my buddy looking at the Northeast. Boy, I'll tell you what, travel troubles are going to mount up here. This has been such an interesting couple of weeks because of these midweek holidays, Mm -hmm. uh, both New Year's and Christmas falling on a Wednesday. So has been a a rhythm in terms of when people are really going to do a lot of traveling in and out of the weekend. But I felt like a lot of people took this week off with New Year's in the middle and there wasn't seemed to be as much uh, traveling or cavorting around this morning, commuting. But I think that's going to build again as we go on the weekend. And both days of the weekend have problems. Problems depends on which coast you're at. Friday into Saturday, the problems are going to develop in the West Coast. And then we got a storm that we got to deal with, uh, kind of a multi featured storm with rain on a couple of occasions as we go into the weekend. And then it ends with some snow in the Northeast. So here's the first piece of weather advice, Dave Dombeck. Mm-hmm. For those in the Northeast and Great Lakes, if you need to get some uh, decorations and things down, today would be a good day to be outside to do that. It's pretty mild and pretty uh, pretty, oh, pretty decent. Absolutely. I mean, uh, it, it's great for any anything you want to do outdoors. Mm. Go for a walk around the park with your dog or whatever. I mean, it's a great weather. we got mild weather. And actually, that's the theme in the northeast, the eastern part of the country. Temperatures well above normal here the next couple of days, you know, through Friday, through Saturday. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, 2020 getting off to a, a mild start here in the east. Uh, um, but you're right. I mean, as far as the whole travel thing, I suspect that the volume is going to pick up. And Sunday could be a really busy day. A lot of people yeah. on, the, on the roads. Waiting and, for and the very the last minute. Yeah. And in the air, air yeah. travel as well. So that's something to watch. And, and this this weekend scenario, I mean, certainly anything that falls in your in your big cities here in the short term, uh, Thursday night, Friday, into Friday, and, and during the day on Saturday, it's wet. It's it's liquid. It's, it's mild. And so we're just looking at wet roads, maybe some fog issues across the interior but that's really the main thing it's it's that second half of the weekend that things get a little tricky right so the first bit of rain and drizzle comes in for the uh, i-95 corridor in the big cities uh, later on uh, during the night uh, thursday night into friday Mm -hmm. then there seems like especially new york and boston there may be a little lull in the action and then it picks up again uh, later saturday into saturday night right um, I think uh, certainly the changeover time is going to be Saturday night into Sunday mm-hmm. with the interior parts of the Northeast and New England getting that changeover first. Right. The question to all of us is how much does that changeover and that snowy impact get to the coastal areas, the I-95 cities, and how much will that impact be then Saturday night into Sunday morning? Right, and, and I think that's going to depend on, too— um, 
uh, whether or not this second piece of energy, this second system, is more progressive, like some of the models are suggesting. So when we say progressive, we mean faster, faster and go and quicker. It doesn't, doesn't strengthen as quickly. Doesn't strengthen as much. Doesn't right. have as much uh, chance to right. really interact with the cold air coming in. Yeah, there's cold air coming in, but there's no moisture. It's gone. It takes it out to sea. And so there are there's a camp there in the models that's that's really. It doesn't look like much much of a deal at all. But there's now, a camp that says it does deepen and it does actually pump up a little snow here for that late Saturday night Sunday. Particularly areas right from like far northeast PA, uh, northern the Jersey, the way north and west of let's say I two eighty seven around the New York City area, capital district of uh, New York, Eastern Albany, York, yep, and then over to England, Western Mass, and up into New that, Hampshire and Vermont. That could be, could be the, a, a significant snow event in those four, areas. Four, five, six inches. Sure, maybe. yeah. Or more in some of the higher elevations. So something, and you can almost see it going either way at this juncture. Mm. So it's like one of those, hey, stay tuned for the latest updates because this really could kind of, there's a fork in the road here and I could see it going uh, one of two ways. Now that's the East Coast. There's a a big storm, another one that's coming into the West Mm -hmm. Coast. Uh, The parade of storms continues in the Pacific Northwest. Dave Dombeck and Dean DeVore here on Weather Insider for this Thursday. So if you're on the Pacific West Coast, especially north of California, northward, really watch this storm because to me, it adds the wind aspect. There, there yes. could be some gusts, 50, 60, 70, 80, even up to 100 miles per hour in parts of the uh, northern Rockies there as we get into uh, Saturday, it looks like. Which is not an unusual uh, occurrence in, in those areas. You know, this time of the year in the winter, you get these powerful Pacific storms that come in and on the coast and also over the high high ground in the west. The, that is not an unusual occurrence to get some very strong and sometimes damaging winds. So um, wind and rain and then the elevation snows, I mean, they will come down to pass level and cause all kinds of problems for the Cascades and those areas in the Pacific Northwest. So this looks like for the West Coast, it looks like Friday late into the day on Saturday will be the worst times for that storm. Right. And it looked like from what I saw, it was kind of standard uh, what you would normally expect at this time of the year with a storm like that, as far as snow levels go uh, in in the in the mountains, in the Cascades, and so forth, I think people who are from that area are are very very familiar with with that type of setup. The areas to watch over some of the passes. So as we sit here on this Thursday, Dave, uh, you're looking at uh, obviously the the West Coast storm and then the East Coast problems. What we've been dealing with, and you kind of alluded to this, temperatures over the last couple of weeks have been fairly mild at times, and we kind of got this undulating pattern where, you know, areas will get a little colder than average for a few days, and then the warm-up in those in the other places, and then it kind of shifts, and then that undulation of between warm and cold continues. I guess folks in the Northeast and the Great Lakes are going to wonder... Is there any time where we're going to see another blast of cold air that kind of sticks around for a week? I don't see that in the next seven to ten days. Right. It, it looks like the pattern, you're not locking in. You know how you get some of those winter patterns? It's like, man, it's like it locks in. It's like you're there. You're you're, you're in the deep freeze for weeks, four, five weeks, six right. weeks. We don't see any like really locking in of a pattern, like a blocking pattern that it just keeps everything in place. It's more transient. You know, you get cold shots. They're not extreme. And then, you know, a day or two later, it warms up again. And it, it just seems like, at least for a while, we're going to be in that type of pattern. And, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers to everybody in Australia, you can uh, certainly read a lot about. But 
uh, on that on AccuWeather.com and what they're going through with the wildfire situation. But is there in summer uh, down there uh, that fire danger? That's mm. just incredible what's going on. And, uh, you know, we've been seeing that in parts of our country that have gotten dry and, and over the, uh, the, the year or so. Uh, thankfully, we've had some areas where they've gotten the, the beneficial rain in the last couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, those uh, the fire situation, certainly that's something to keep an eye on uh, in uh, Australia. Do you see anything sticking out here as we head towards this uh, weekend, the last true holiday weekend uh, situation? Uh, do you see anything that makes you... Uh, pause here as you look at the weather forecast for the next couple of days. Yeah, other than the you know the northeast of you know the Saturday night uh, Sunday morning uh, situation, Dean. That that seems like that's to, in my mind that's going to be the big big ticket item if it does indeed. Uh, uh, transpire that way, like one of the model camps uh, is suggesting. So if you're in the Northeast, today would be a good day to get out and uh, maybe do some things uh, Northeast Great Lakes. you still got some time before some of this uh, first wave of precipitation gets in there on Friday. Of course, then we have the rain to snow situation in the Northeast and Great Lakes in New England that we're going to watch for uh, later Sunday, uh, Saturday night into Sunday. And of course, the Pacific Northwest, big storm, wind, rain, uh, upper elevation snows really gets kicking Friday and and that continues into Saturday. So on either coast and anywhere in between, you want to check out AccuWeather.com for your minute-by-minute precipitation forecast. Download the AccuWeather app as you go through, and you can see where that rain and snow and all those uh, projected situations go through as we go through the day. You can subscribe to Weather Insider or any of our great AccuWeather podcasts on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Dave, it's been great uh, being on the show with you. This is a great way to get into 2020. Always a pleasure, and you know how it's going to be, Dean. It'll take me three weeks to get used to writing 2020. I'll be still writing 2019 for a while. Didn't that's what he called that? Till you figure out the new year yep so here we go our second show of the new year for all of us with accuweather.com thanks for tuning in weather insider and have a great thursday thank you for listening to today's edition of weather insider if you enjoyed this accuweather podcast and play fantasy sports check out field conditions giving you inside information on how weather can affect your fantasy picks new episodes every friday available on apple podcasts google podcasts or wherever you find your favorite shows 